This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Alright, so um, we're going to be starting from a scripture that we all know. We know the story. John chapter 5 verse 1. I will read all to verse 8. Please let's listen carefully. And after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, out, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Verse 4, for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool. Somebody say certain season. Alright, so it means it's not every time, right? So, at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made old of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. Verse 6 says, When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? Um, look at the um, reply of the man. He said, The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me in the pool, but while I am coming, another stepped, stepped down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Hallelujah. Now this evening, I want to speak to us on what I titled, You Can Steer the Waters. Look how neighbor say, You Can Steer the Waters. Now in this story, it's a common story. So this guy has been by this pool for 38 years. Do you know what 38 years means? Like, how many years was Nelson Mandela in prison? 38 years. Somebody has given birth and the children suffer in secondary school if they started early enough. 38 years, this guy was there with whatever disease that he had, he was there. And then when Jesus came to him, what did this man say? He said, Master, see, it's not that I don't know that I'm supposed to get in the pool, but when the angel comes and says the pool, somebody gets there before me. That was his excuse. Did you see that Jesus didn't say anything about that excuse? Did you see that? Alright. Now, humans have a tendency to wait for another person to help them out. We have that tendency. We would rather that somebody does something than you do it. If you were left to it, if there was no, <laughs> there was no going to be any repercussion, I will, do you understand what I'm saying? We would rather that, for example, we would rather that somebody else does the work than you get the salary. Amen? <laughs> you know it's like sort of a human nature this is not necessarily bad because God will still send men to help you hallelujah God sends men to help now you see this story of this man tells us something that attending different meetings and different conferences and miracle services does not necessarily mean that your problem will be solved. This guy was beside the pool. He was not far. He was permanently a resident. 
he was beside the pool he was always in that conference he was always where it looks as if there's going to be a staring but then he never got healed and this is the experience of a lot of believers we go from pillar to post from mountain to the valley from conference to revival from miracle service to deliverance services and then a lot of the times we still come back five years after and you don't look different your life has not has not changed dramatically is the reason why many times some people give up this thing is not working but the problem is they are not they are not working it they are doing the wrong thing they are like this man they have an excuse why it's not working but jesus is not even looking at that excuse this evening i'm going somewhere i like to build up getting anointed ministers to pray and lay hands on you does not necessarily mean your life will change somebody say amen you don't want to answer <laughs> it's the truth falling down under the anointing does not necessarily mean that when you get up everything has changed am i making sense as a matter of fact let me shock you having the word spoken over you does not necessarily mean that something will happen we'll get there and i'll show you what i'm saying remember i said you can steer the waters what i'm trying to bring to us this evening is the truth that you don't have to wait for any man you can steer the waters by yourself and enter the bible says the angel came at a certain season you don't need an angel to come at a certain season you don't need a certain conference necessarily does god meet people in conferences and in meetings of course but even in scripture there are just few times where the scripture will say and jesus healed them all most of the time he heals somebody and leaves the rest have you noticed have you read your bible well so when you come for a conference not everybody most likely will get touched the way they think they should get touched am i making sense hallelujah i know this the way the world is coming is like this man has started again like but i believe that this word will liberate us this evening tell yourself say i can steer the waters now the pool or the angel or the steering is not the answer jesus is the answer if you have jesus let me let me see your hands if you have jesus say hallelujah oh glory so if you have jesus why do you have to wait for a steering from outside why do you have to wait for a conference? Why do you have to wait for a deliverance meeting? Why do you have to wait if you are Jesus? The Bible says, is the author and finisher of our faith. Hebrews 12, 2. Is the author and finisher of our faith. So if I have Jesus, the scripture already says, is the beginning and the end of my faith. In other words, um, that's really not the line I want to go, so I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm not necessarily preaching faith, faith like that this evening, but we'll touch, about, we'll touch on it. So, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Of this calling, this profession that you have received. 
And then when they say, um, what religion you say Christianity? Abi? Listen. If you will learn to steer the waters by yourself, number one, you will move faster. Things will happen in your life faster. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this thing is actually very easy. But many times, believers are just so lazy. We are just so lazy. We don't want to do anything by ourselves. We want to come and see pastor and say, Pastor, you see, I hit my leg on the stone when I was coming and he's paining me, pray for me. You want to come to pastor and say, Pastor, you see, when I woke up this morning, my turning was running, pray for me. We want to come to see pastor. Am I saying that you can't see pastor for stuff? No. Am I saying that people that are more anointed for you, uh, you know, that you cannot pray for you? No. I'm saying that many times you don't even need to get to that point. Why? Because in your closet, you can steer the waters by yourself. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Am I making sense? You don't need to wait like that man. The man was sitting down at the pool of Bethesda. One year, two years, three years, four years, ten years, fifteen years. I, I, I don't understand. Twenty years. He said, I have no man. I have no man. Ah, yeah, 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 but you can steer the waters by yourself. You don't need to wait for a certain time. You can get into the flow of the Spirit every time. And how do we steer the waters? This is really where this, you know, the crux of this message is. How do we steer the waters? These are things we know. But these are things we usually don't practice. Pastor has said this again and again and again in different ways these are things we know so i'm going just going to show us two ways to steer the waters two ways to make things happen all by yourself with the holy spirit within you and these are things we know number one is what we call worship somebody say worship i didn't hear you Listen, worship is not in the slowness of the song. Amen. So when I squeeze my face and I lift up my left hand and I shake my head and I sing the song slowly, I'm worshiping. No. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Worship is simply referencing God, acknowledging and declaring His sovereignty. Who is what he has done, what he can do. That's all. Whether you do it fast or you do it slow, it doesn't matter. Did, did you hear me? The Bible says, we'll get there. Or maybe we'll just read it now. Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4. When we take time to worship, our spirit opens up to the possibilities of God. What happens is that a rima will come. A word will come. God is going to say something. Revelation, Revelation chapter 4. Let me read verse 10 and verse 11. It says, And the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, and worship him that liveth forever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, See, how are they worshiping? Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, 
and power talking about who he is for thou art created all things talking about what he has done end of story am i making sense so you can sit down without actually saying something in a rhythm and be worshiping god so you see baba come and then he kneels down before the pupil and he says surely you are greater than the greatest you are higher than the highest he's not singing in that sense but that's worship am i making sense so one powerful way to steer the waters is to worship in second kings chapter 3 verse 14 and 15 that was the story of um, Elisha he was angry at you know some kings and the Jesus have came with them and all that and all that we know the story verse 15 says but now bring me a minstrel and it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him he didn't need to wait for a certain season for there to be a stirring. What did he do? He made it happen. Am I making sense? You know, some of these things might sound theoretical until you actually start practicing it. One of the things that I do when I'm cornered, so to speak, I just go by myself sometimes i'm not even singing a song i just look for a song that ministers to me and i begin to play it i have literally played a song from ikeja to badagri three hours i was playing one song something will happen am i making sense are you hearing me you begin to worship your spirit will begin to open up to the possibilities of god in other words, you begin to hear the Holy Spirit speak to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, some of you have heard the story of my son before. On the... He was born on a Sunday. And then he, had, he, was, he was in ICU for about... Um, I think for about 12 days or so. On the second night, those people woke me up and said, the word that you have received concerning him, for the next one hour, just praise me. Hallelujah. Listen, you know, we already had a word. And then we're confessing the world and all that and all that all through even before whatever happened happened and all that when i did that there was just this certainty <laughs> there was just this confidence hallelujah because after and during the time i was you know doing that worship i was just alone my wife was, was in the hospital with the baby after I did that, and during the course of doing that, I was hearing God tell me particular things. And like I like telling people, if Jesus says, Kola, come, let me show you something. 
assume I'm Jesus, right? All right. No, so I'm Jesus. So I tell Kola, Kola, let's go to the pastor's seat. And as we begin to go, right, Kola drops, one of his legs drops into a hole here. He picks it up. We begin to go. For whatever reason, he faints. He comes back. We begin, we, we continue going. Whatsoever is happening from that place to this place cannot negate the word that he received in the beginning. Am I hearing you? So when God begins to say, this is what the child will be, it means that the situation has already been taken care of. Did you hear me? But I received the assurance in the place of worship. You can stare the waters by yourself. Am I speaking to someone? Look at your neighbor and say, I know what to do. So, when your feet get into the hole, what do you do? What you need actually is Rima. How do you get Rima? Number one, worship. Number two, the, the second way to steer the waters, praying in other tongues. Say praying in other tongues. Thank you. Hallelujah. See, I'm trying to be as practical as possible. These are things that you can live here and literally go do. Hallelujah. Amen. Praying in other tongues. Praying in the spirit. I have so many, many instances of this one. So many instances. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. From something as simple as looking for something in the house. And it's running me mad. And I just say, Holy Spirit, help me. Usually in less than five minutes. I don't know how it happens. I cannot explain it by my human mind. The solution will come. If I'm looking for something, somehow the thing will appear. Either I walk to that place or the thing will walk to me. Something must happen. I'm serious. I am so sure of the result of this that when I Kuta and I had to come to Lagos and I was going to drive another car. So I was looking for the key of my own car. because I wasn't driving it, but I wanted to do something then I was supposed to drive it for Pastor Joshua. And I was looking at the key. I couldn't find the key. Then I prayed. And I still didn't find it. I knew something was up. So I just left, got to Lagos, did what I wanted to do, drove home because I had to take somebody else back. That was during the conference in Abelkuta. And as I put <laughs> my bag on the bed and I said, Holy Spirit, where is this key? In that same instance, I just knew where it was. The same bag that I brought all the way from Abelkuta. And then he told me why I didn't see it. But what, why am I giving this example? That the, I'm so sure that when I begin to pray, there is always going to be a rima. If it is not coming, is it that I can't hear? Or the Spirit is not ready to say something yet? Hallelujah. Am I, am I making sense? But listen, ladies and gentlemen, you can steer the waters all by yourself. 
when you pray in the morning or in the evening or in the night, whenever you pray, do you just, you know, say, plus God minus devil, you know, it is well with my soul, and then you go? Or do you sit down? Do you have time sometimes, even if it's not your normal time of praying, that you sit down and you begin to pray? And all you are praying is the will of God. You are not even saying anything particularly. And then you are just there for 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And all you are doing is Lika sobrano sante ligrano stata. And you begin to shut out all the noises in your mind. Listen, as I started praying, if you leave me like that, I can continue praying. Because as I started like that, already as, as I started focusing, as I started hearing, you will begin to hear the Spirit speak to you. Hallelujah. You shut out the noises and then you begin to stir the waters through worship and praying in tongues. Okay, there is that issue at work. And then it looks as if you don't know what to do. You, 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 you just go away and say, I'm coming back. And in 10 minutes, I don't understand how believers think we don't have solution. I don't get it how I have to run from pillar to post. When the solution career is living inside of me. Hallelujah. Amen. When you can just draw, you know, draw from the waters and just bring it forth and bring the solution by the spirit and then you are there you are wondering eh, oh, come on we don't talk like that hallelujah we don't talk like that we don't say i don't know what to do say i know what to do hallelujah you know what to do you know what to say glory be to god if you can speak in other tongues can you start speaking in tongues for two minutes and concentrate concentrate Build up yourself on your most holy faith. Marco so bregede. Le kukoto baka libra no soto yo bredebokosa. Rekete kete mambra no si heliandosa. Rekete kete mo bronobo si kredeboko soto lobobos. Le kredebokobo shanta yalaba mambra dosa. Likra dosata. Rekete kete mambra dosu bregedebokosa. Ibo supragadishke limbro nobos. One minute more. Marco koto boko si ende pradus. Rakuto pregedi mambraduso tolikando shandalabaha Likoto marigo sikete limbrados Lekete mabrodobo sikete lindosa Makoko rabosta lingrado sikete librado sandalabaha 
in Jesus name we pray like somebody here this morning today you've cried and you've cried because you think things are not moving I mean nothing's happening and then it's the end of another year God has heard your cry and the change is here the transformation is here you know what I heard is as he said it will he not do it so whatever it is that he has said to you he will do it hallelujah amen it's as simple as that so if if it's something that you'll be used to as you began to pray and you paid attention you hear God say something what he says sometimes, if you say it to us, it might not look or sound profound. That's not the point. It's a communication between you and the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, see, the end point of both worship and praying in tongues, like I said earlier, should lead to you hearing what God is saying. Because until you receive a rima, nothing is going to change. That's actually the problem of running pillar to post without actually hearing what God is saying. So I can go to all the conferences for the next 10 years. If in those conferences I do not receive a email, many of us, we even at the conference, we don't even pray. Like, we don't, we don't pray for yourself and pray for the conference as you are going. You just, ah, Apostle Sema is coming again. Get on, Pastor God is coming. And then you go again, bang, bang, bang. And they say, ah, it's Apostle Arome. And then you go again. And they say, ah, it's another Apostle. And then you go again. And then you say, hey, it's Apostle, you know, this other. And then you go again. You just keep going. Has it not occurred to you that you've been doing this for the last 10 years and then the change or the difference is not that much? Has it not occurred to you? Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, is it hard? Do it the way I look 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 at my face. Say is, is it hard? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's hard. Really. It's just because we don't want to pay the sacrifice that needs to be paid. We don't want to sit down with God only. We don't want you know you can sit down with God in two hours you are worshiping and praying in tongues and he's silent and his silence is a message Aya. listen I'm not I'm not I, I, I always try to teach in such a way that it's practical you can get it you can go home and do it hallelujah you can face something tomorrow and remember, ah, I know what to do. Father, I give you praise. I worship you. Listen, it is easy. You can do it. You can steer the waters. Hallelujah. And when the word of God comes to you, that's not the end though. Then you do something with that word. Hallelujah. You do something with the words you have received. So, for example, 
you are looking at a project or something and then you begin to pray this project is 3 billion and then physically speaking there is no way you can do it but you know God has said go and do it that's the first thing so you know you are already in the path because God said go and do it and then you begin to pray and worship Father I give you praise thank you because you are bigger than every mountain there is nothing too difficult for you Bible says with men it might be impossible but with God nothing is impossible I know this project is the littlest thing that you can do it's not bigger than you and you begin to say that you begin to worship God you begin to you know declare who he is and you know what he has done in the past father if you did this wow I know you can do this if you parted the Red Sea what is this project <laughs> am I making sense that is how to do it and then you are there you are not you are not there and then you are saying uh, you know father i thank you and then you say hello bala mumbo mo worship oh you are using one eye to look at the tv ah go asna very good that's not what i'm talking about that's not the what i'm talking about if that's what you are still doing continue but that's not what i'm talking about right i'm saying that to steer the waters, you need to stand apart and get deep into this thing I'm talking about. Hallelujah. And then when the word of the Lord comes, there are at least two things that you can do. Because number one, the word has not come. You, you now have an instruction. It might come as an inspired scripture. Those people can, can, can say something to you directly. You begin to confess what he has said to you. Somebody say, confess what he has said. I didn't hear you. You begin to say what God has said. I, was, I, I like saying this. The Bible says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. You know, you know that law and that principle and that rule was from the Old Testament time. And it still exists today. So if um, I take um, Brawale to the court of law, right? And I said he banged my head with an armor, and then that's assault, Abi, and battery. And then, so what would they, what we call say? Any witnesses, right? And then I'm supposed, to, so if I can produce a witness or two witnesses, so I am one witness, but because it, you know, I'm the one the thing happened to. I need another witness. Am I making sense? And so that they can corroborate and agree. Oh, okay, it truly really happened. The scripture says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Listen, when the Holy Spirit says or speaks to you, he is one witness. When you begin to say it, you are the second witness. Did you hear me? That is why we confess with this word. Because it is inspired. So, the Holy Spirit tells you, um, like he inspired pastor this year, and he says, you are here of peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken. I can't remember how many times I said that thing. I just say it. Something wants to look near my mind. I say, la, 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 nothing missing, nothing broken. I can be very stubborn. In my own, you understand, when it comes, I, nothing missing, nothing broken. Something looks broken already. I still look at it and I say, nothing missing, nothing broken. That is the word of the Lord. That is how to do this thing. It's not that, hey, Mugbeo, what's it called? 
you, you, you wage war by this war that you have received. Hallelujah. That, that's all the point of the fight of faith. I mean, come on. You, you fight to the finish. You don't allow the devil any space. It looks like he knocks you down. You, you say, you are joking. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. It is the word of God to us. You take it as the word of God. And, oh God. So you begin to confess the word he has spoken to you. And then depending on what the word says, you act on it. I like to make a joke. But it's not really a joke. When the word of God came to Abraham, it was God, 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 and said, by this time next year, according to the time of life, Sarah shall be with child. Did you think that Sarah be, you know, became with child like Mary was with Jesus? No. Abraham slept with Sarah. That was the action to that prophecy. You didn't hear me. He could have said, I'm too old. No, they say, God, God. I, I, I'm not making sense. Listen, listen, listen. I'm saying this because many times, that's why James says, show me your faith without works. I will show you my faith by my works. So you don't just sit down. I just sit down. Umbo. Kobo. Hallelujah. You are going to now go out and lay claim to what the Holy Spirit has said to you. Am I making sense? So it could have said to you that in this your workplace, in this year, right, you are going to have double promotion and then you are now lazy. You are doing anything anyhow. So it's like that. It's not like that though. It means that having received that prophecy, you will not put your hand to work because you will not bless the works of your hand. Hallelujah. Am I making sense? That is how it works. Not, not, uh, ah, until you receive word. Just lounge. You know, God is good. And his message endures forever. It's not like that. Tell them, but say it's not like that. Hallelujah. Have I helped somebody today? So you can steer the waters all by yourself. You can steer the waters all by yourself. Hallelujah. Learn to worship and speak in tongues consistently. I think I, I don't know whether I've said it before. There was a day after I moved to to Osho decide. So I was going home. I can't remember where I was coming from, maybe from work or something. So I decided to take the express that what's the name of the express coming from Bagada. You know. Then you get to Anthony Bridge. Now, when you are coming down, before they even, you know, before the road was fine the way it is now, when you are coming down just from the bridge, there is a lay-by that links, you know, that you can, from there you can link the main carriage or you can keep going. So I was just coming. But before then, I was just praying in tongues. I was praying in tongues. Just normal. And then the, I was, um, there, was a, <laughs> there was a car to my front and there was space to my right there was space to my left and I wanted to overtake the car and the Holy Spirit said don't in almost that same instance a trailer came from that labor and crossed that guy in front and the only space he had because the trailer was coming from the right was to swap to the left that I would have taken to overtake him am I making sense? 
I'm just giving an instances where by the virtue of you being in this space, the Holy Spirit himself will inspire you and speak to you. Am I making sense? It, there are many instances I can give. But what I'm trying to say is this. You can steal the waters. And when you steal the waters and you receive the river for that situation, you confess it and you act on it. Somebody say confess it, act on it. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again. And that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.